Life Essence Testimony Hour. Hi guys, like I'm so glad to be back with you and I hope you really have been enjoying our Testimony Hour. You know, I'm so grateful to our guests that have been coming on and sharing their truths about how Jesus showed up in the midst of their pain. And you know, sometimes it's really hard to kind of open up and bear your soul and put yourself out there but when you know that you're going to be helping and encouraging others it just makes it all the better so today i'm here and i'm joined with a beautiful young lady again mm. so i'm so happy to have you here you know you're an amazing woman and the things that you do out in the community and within your church is, is mind-blowing so i just wanted you to speak to our listeners about just the work that you're doing in the organization called be me project and just kind of let them know what it is that you're doing in the project and then we'll move on to you know finding out more about you mm-hmm. yeah sure um i uh the be me project is an amazing um christian organization um where we go into schools and we run um, a nine-week course for teenage girls um it's a self-esteem course um, and we focus on three main aspects, and that is um, identity, truth, and purpose. Mm. Um, we talk about all kinds of things with these girls, you know, um, boundaries they can set. Um, we talk about the truths, or rather untruths, that mm. have been spoken over them. Right. And that have had an effect on them. Yes. Um, uh, oh, gosh, uh, what else do we talk about? <laughs> Quite powerful stuff. It is, it is, yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, even when I'm thinking and I'm hearing you talking about this truth, that's exactly what the podcasts are about. It's about walking in your truth. But what you were saying about looking at what people have spoken over them Mm. and that truth, what kind of things have been spoken over these young women? Um, I mean, it can, I mean lots of people can speak things over you without you actually realizing it you know Mm. and before long you take on um what they've said over you no matter Mm. how untrue it actually Mm. is Mm. you know so um without being specific um you know these girls have their parents have said things over them um not meaning to do any harm Mm. more more often than not but um just not realizing really the effect that they have um you know, I always believe that actually parents have the uh, the biggest opportunity to do the most damage. Yeah. You know, because that's where you start your life, mm-hmm. isn't it? Generally, yes. with your parents. Um, um, but also, you know, it's it's from from people. You know, there's peer pressure at school. There's bullies. You know, mm. and all kinds of things. You know, that people just say what they think is maybe an off the cuff mm. remark mm. or whatever, and it's it really sinks deep into mm. a person. Mm. You know, um, so yeah. So we would we just try to. Um, we make sure that um, we talk all positive stuff, actually. Mm-hmm. And we rem- tell these girls, you know, how they are fearfully and wonderfully mm-hmm. made, how they are unique. And um, and we just, yeah, like I said, try and uh, come against any untruths that have been spoken mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. them. We also discuss things like... Um, uh, like I said earlier, boundaries, but also, um, you know, outside influences, mm. um, good and bad. Mm. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just a way of them to protect themselves, a way of them to help deal with, you know, things they've come against mm. in life, really. Mm. Um, 
and uh, yeah it's it's a lovely course yeah. yeah I think if if it was if I had something available to me like that when yeah. I was younger I, was just thinking that. I think yeah. that my life perhaps would have gone in a very mm. different direction mm. yeah so why did you get involved in this kind of project um for me I'm I'm really passionate about girls and women mm. uh, in particular um uh girls um for for this specifically for the low self-esteem mm. and where that can um lead later on in mm. life mm. um and for women um well our women and girls if um depending on what they've been through i think um uh that have suffered uh, mostly sexual abuse mm. at the hands of men um that is definitely where my heart is at mm. And so when I was introduced to this course, um, for me it was definitely a door being opened mm. and it was definitely something that I felt passionate mm. about enough mm. to get on board mm. with. Mm. Um, and actually as the weeks go on, my passion for it grows yeah. and my passion for the girls grow. Yeah, I can yeah. see your heart, mm. you know, and that you really feel for these girls. And, you know, you said if you had a project like this that was available when you were younger, your mm. life might have turned out slightly different. So. Yeah. What was it about having a, not having a project like this that you feel may have not impacted in your life? Um, for me, um, going back to what I spoke about briefly with um, about parents being able to do um, a lot of damage, um, for me, my that was my mum. She had um, suffered quite a lot um, at uh, sexual abuse um, and worse and I won't say any more because that's her story mm -hmm. but um, at the hands of men and so therefore she um, developed this uh, well if for want of a better word hatred really of mm -hmm. men um, and this this distrust of, of all men and um, she really kind of projected that onto us mm -hmm. and me um, from such a young age um, the point where I wasn't even thinking about men I was kind of too innocent to be thinking about that but um, yeah she uh, I think what she was trying to do was protect me mm. um, for, to save me from what she had been through um, um, and but what she what she did was you know when she was telling us um, you know that men will only use you for one thing and once mm. they get it that's mm. it you're no longer worth anything mm. to them you, they'll just throw you away sort of thing and while I believe she was trying to protect me, what she actually project, projected onto me was um, that actually that's all you're good for. Mm. And so I grew up, yeah, from a very young age, believing that that was all men wanted from mm. me and that was all I would ever be good for. Mm. So, yeah, that's, uh, I think from from that age, um, oh gosh, I'm thinking maybe 10 or so, um, maybe slightly older, yeah, and that, that was it. That was... Um, that went in mm. you know that was like a seed that went in and as the years went on you know um disastrous relationship after disastrous mm. relationship you know that that just um that flourished in me mm. really mm. yeah mm. so when you had your first encounter with a man was it a positive one or was it a negative no I, i'm 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 pretty sure every single one of them was, was a negative yeah. Yeah. yeah all for various different mm. reasons um, uh, but I, I fell pregnant at 15, um, and, 
very quickly I had to you know grow up a lot of course mm. um, being just a child myself really but I was left on my own to look after the baby and um, uh, but then going on from there um, I met um, a man uh, when I was still 15 and um, he was maybe 40 odd and um, he well he groomed me mm. yeah he groomed me and um, he spent a good few months working on me um, really getting into my mind really really getting into my mind and just to the point where he had complete control over mm. my mind really um, to the point where I just lived to I lived for him mm. and um, being um, so young and so impressionable um, I would kind of do whatever he wanted me to do um, and that meant that when he um, trying to think of the words um, well when he <coughs> pushed me into prostitution mm. um, I, I went and done it willingly and I think you know where, where somebody is so clever about um, getting control over you and your mind and using your, your vulnerability against you mm. um, they can actually make you believe like it was your idea right yeah yeah so um so for me back then i was like no this is something i want to do you know mm. this is yeah but actually talking about seeds being planted he had planted one about it and had um <clears throat> uh, given me rose tinted glasses basically to mm. show me you know oh this is a great way of life you mm. know this is what i want you to do mm. this is what will make me happy with mm. you you know and to live to please this mm. person um, meant that I, I went ahead and, and mm. became a prostitute mm. at the age of 17, mm. I believe, yeah. So at this point, did you have, you had your first child? Yes, I'd had my, my son. Yeah. yeah. So how did you, how did that work in terms of um, looking after him and what this guy would be setting you up to do? Mm. Um, well, obviously he, he wanted me to go out and earn his money mm. so he would look after my son and uh, when I would come home after a really long and painful day mm. um, he would stand at the top of the stairs and hold his hand out and ask how much I'd made mm. um, he then um, took the money <coughs> and uh, you know, if I if I tried to say anything about it, really, he would mm. say, it's fine, you can make it back tomorrow. And he'd send me back. Mm. You know, at one point, I think I was working uh, five days and four mm. nights a week mm. for him. And uh, I just, um, I think I got to the point uh, a little way into this that where I just knew that it was too much for me to bear. Mm. Um, it was, it was so painful. Um you know some days it was painful physically mm. on me it took its toll but mostly I think it was um, mentally mm. and emotionally it was so painful mm. to um, to not have known any other way of life than this mm. it was like this was my normal although deep down I knew it wasn't normal mm. and it wasn't mm. right but um, I was stuck here yeah. and I didn't know how long I was yeah. I would be stuck here for yeah. So what I felt I had to do was a, a little bit of um, 
regarding myself really um, I, I really kind of got to the point where I just shut down I shut down all my feelings and um, it it kind of took a while for me to learn how to do that. It was it's really strange thinking back now mm. um, to it and trying to imagine how how I did it. But I guess when you are in so much pain, um, it's about a survival really. Mm. It's a survival instinct mm. that comes in, and and I knew that I had to shut everything down mm. in order for me <clears throat> to be able to to carry on mm. to endure mm. what was happening mm. to me. Mm. At your lowest point. How, how, how did you feel? Um, at my lowest, uh, I didn't feel. So you blocked that, I didn't everything feel. out. Yeah, yeah. So, so looking back, um, I didn't, I, I think I almost lost the ability to cry, actually. Right. I could count for a good years where I didn't cry once. Um, I, I guess I... The best way I could describe it is I got up every day mm. and I just walked through life. Mm. Mm. I guess me asking that was around, um, you know, people say they hit the rock bottom, they got to their lowest point and then that's how they got out mm. of it. So if you've, you've blocked everything out now, you're doing everything that this guy's saying. Mm. And it's for me, it's like, how, how do you get out? Yeah. Um, do you know, I couldn't see any way out, mm. actually. I couldn't see any way out. Um, like I said, because this this guy had full control. Mm. Um, um, but one day, I think I did reach that point, mm. and I had had enough. Mm. Um, but at the time, I didn't realise just where the strength came from, mm. how I was able to break away from yeah. that, and uh, and I I quit. And I I quit him as well, wow. and I kicked him out of my house. Um, and uh, you know when you know when people say like oh you, you know you do something it's such a relief it's like a weight off your mm. shoulders. I can still vividly remember right now, mm. as I talk about it, uh, like this weight, this really heavy dead weight, come off of my shoulders, mm. and just I just felt a release mm. you know um it, and and like i said at the time i didn't know where the yeah, heck it came yeah, from yeah. <laughs> i know now mm. and maybe we'll reach yeah. that <laughs> in a minute but um but yeah uh that that was it for me um mm. but unfortunately by that point the damage had already mm. been done yeah you know so mm. um there was um a lot of of uh pain that i had to walk through yeah from that point yeah. on still but yeah that was a starting point mm. of getting free mm. from all that mm. definitely yeah. and I guess um there might be some people listening to this now who are a parent of someone who's gone through what you've gone through and it's almost like um what advice would you give to a parent who mm. has a young young lady and um that is going through something similar and they want to help them mm. Is there anything that may have helped you that someone could have said to you back then or I think um, I think when you are so um, uh, controlled by a person or even if it's not mm. you don't 
you're not sure whether they're mm. controlled, but maybe they're madly in love with mm. somebody, and you, you can see this person mm. for what they are, mm. but they can't, mm. you know, because love is mm. blind, mm. Yeah. and you're in that bubble. Um, uh, I, I would just say there's not really too much that you can do mm. apart from be there, mm. even if it's in the background. Mm. Um, no matter how frustrated you, you, you feel, no matter how much your heart breaks to see this person that you love being treated in, in a way or <clears throat> or whatever um getting into all kinds of, of trouble mm. you know I, I think you just you cannot ever turn your back mm. you have to be strong for them mm. and you have to just know that even if it is in the background that you are there mm. um, because when they do reach that mm. point like maybe rock bottom or when they do get this just strength yeah. come from somewhere where they've had enough yeah. <laughs> um you are there waiting and they the know you're there waiting yeah. because and no doubt you will be the first mm. person they come to mm. and that is really what mm. what a person needs because mm. especially when you're being controlled by somebody you are absolutely isolated mm. you are on your own and you think that if you was to turn to anybody they'd tell you oh no mm. i tried with mm. you you know mm. go away sort mm. of thing mm. um, and you never want to feel like that you, you they're isolated mm. enough as it is yeah. and so you just need to keep that mm. li lifeline you know mm. um, when they choose mm. to take it please mm. be there for them yeah be there waiting it's amazing advice and if someone's listening who's going through this right now what would you say mm. to them um, I would say that no matter how bleak the future looks no matter how hopeless the future looks, um, there is hope. You might not see it right now. You might not feel it right now. You might not even be able to ever imagine getting free from the situation that you are in. But I promise you, one day you can. You can, it's possible. I, I thought it was never, I thought it would never be possible, but but it was. It was, and it is, and it can be. Just don't mm. give up. Yeah, because you've come out. Yeah. And you have an amazing life. You know, one that you probably didn't think would ever exist. Mm. So you talk about the turning point when you've got this strength to just get up, get out, and kick him out and mm. turn your life around. Tell me what what was that like, and who helped you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Do you know, it took me years to to realize because um, I, I I didn't actually come to know God until about six years ago. Mm. Um, but looking back, um, I definitely see that there is that He was there. He was there, and if you had have told me. Um, back then when I was in that situation um, you know that there was a God mm. and that he you know mm. he was there with me then I, I probably would have well I don't know either laughed in your face mm. or maybe slapped it I'm yeah. not sure <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah looking back that was absolutely where my strength came mm. from you know because I didn't have that in me mm. I didn't have that in me and I did feel like my situation was hopeless mm. You know, there was a couple of occasions where I tried to take my life mm. because I just thought I just there is no point in me being here, mm. um, just to be this mm. this piece of meat for 
you know, people uh, to just use and abuse. Um, um, so yeah, it, it did seem really hopeless, but um, but I think that um, yeah, definitely looking back, he God was there a hundred percent because you know there was a couple of attempts on my life that just failed completely mm. you know and they could have just as easily worked yeah. you know but they didn't yeah. Yeah. and actually um how I kept going in such a horrific situation mm. I don't know mm. um um I do know now yeah. but I didn't at the yeah. time and I just thought oh, how do I keep hanging on here mm. like how am I getting through this mm. um you know and and so yeah and looking back it was yeah. definitely God it was definitely God when did he yes. show up for you when did you start your relationship oh um yeah about six years ago mm-hmm. um i got asked to um so i'd started cleaning people's houses and i got asked to um do a cover clean just a one-off for um a couple so i went to do it and uh found out um that they were a couple of ministers and uh, I can't say I enjoyed doing it, to be honest. And I, I was quite happy to leave. <laughs> um, uh, I was angry, you know. Uh, so I didn't believe there was a God. What are you talking about? Two uh, fingers. Yeah. So I, I walked out of that house and thought, oh, my gosh, I'm never going back. Um <laughs> So months and months later, um, I uh, I got called to a house to do um, to uh, you know um, a permanent client. Um, so um, and I I was getting close to the door and I thought, oh, where do I recognise this house from? And I got there and I knocked on the door and I was like, oh no, it's these ministers. <laughs> How did I get here again? How did I not recognise the name right. or the address mm. or? Oh, anyway, um, so I started. I started cleaning there, and like I said again, I can't say I enjoyed it. Um, but actually, after a little while, I started hearing. Um, I started hearing little conversations they were having about who they were helping, and you know, so and so is, um, you know, not well at the moment. So I've just made them some, you know, some dinner. Can you go take that? They were saying to each other. Um, they were going to this person for, you know to help them and you know various different things mm. and like I was just like what the heck like do people like this actually exist mm. are they genuinely mm. being kind to yeah, people yeah. and doing all these things for people like and they don't want anything in return yeah. you know I was like no it was a really like <laughs> yeah. a scratch your head kind of moment what is going on here <laughs> uh, so I just carried on listening and yeah earwigging a little bit (laughs) yeah and then eventually I just kind of felt prompted to sort of ask them some questions Mm. really um and uh, I did I started asking and I just you know the odd question every now and then and before I knew it actually I started I started really looking forward to Mm. going Mm. and uh like I didn't look forward to going to work Mm. ever just just put that out there (laughs) (laughs) and um I just I really started looking forward to going and every time I walked in their house I just felt like Mm. um like you know like how I'm a a sun lover so Mm. when the sun's out sun's shining that beautiful smell and it's just oh it's all feel good isn't it Mm -hmm. and I just got that feeling every time I walked Mm. in their house um and so um, the more I the more I asked, eventually, anyway, long story short, um, I ended up doing a clean and then coming downstairs and having a Bible study with them. Oh in wow! The room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like kind of it was they were waiting. Yeah. They were, they were yeah. celebrating and so I said, "We've been praying for this day." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? 
like the the good thing about them actually is they never ever pushed it on me. Yeah. Um, I think if they had a done, I'd have run in the opposite yeah, direction. Yeah, it had to yeah. be um, a me thing. Yeah, um, and and actually, you know, um, looking back again, I see where God's hand was mm, in all of this. Yeah, mm. um, but at the time, it was just a little, yeah, I was curious. So I mm. started having a Bible study. Um, they offered to, for me to come to church and then just left it with mm. me. And it was quite a while. But then I eventually accepted and went mm. to church with mm. them. Um, that was where my journey really started, mm. I think. Mm. Um, went to a few different churches, tried a few out. Um, and then um, I uh, they took me to the church that I'm at now. And I've been there about five years, mm. I think, now. And was baptised there four mm. years ago. Mm. Um, and it's a lovely church, um, Tunbridge Baptist Church. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just immediately felt like I was at home, mm. yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I but but that. I was a real mess still. Mm. So when I said it was part start of my journey, mm. it really was. Mm. You know, yeah. I had a long way to go at that point. Because mm. I guess you go through a lot of stuff, and then you know what you spoke about the girls and things that are sp- spoken over their lives and mm. the things that they're going through, and it's just then their behaviors and then how that comes out in adult behavior. And so I guess by the time you've gone through so much things, you are a mess, and then God needs yeah. to kind of start doing. A work in you so when you turn up there you're full of a mess and yes yes he started then he started changing things and now i've got this lady sitting in front of me that probably still needs a lot of work (laughs) because we we all do exactly we all do we're all going through this growing growing (laughs) process but what i wanted to ask you is you know um if i'm thinking about things that i've gone through and other people who have sat in the chair um telling me their stories and the feelings that come with that like sometimes it's guilt it's shame it's um uh what's the other word it's you know just not i can't even think of the word but guilt and shame and it's like they don't want to tell their story or the the way they feel about themselves you know is not good they've got low self-esteem and it's just how did god did you feel like that when you walked into church yeah yeah i think um one of the things we talk about on the course actually is masks Mm. and masks that we put Mm. on for various different Mm. reasons but um yeah i i definitely i used to wear a mask because um it hid my um yeah my low self-esteem yeah um i I didn't have much confidence in myself um i didn't value myself at Mm. all um and uh, I certainly didn't value my body. Mm. And um, for me, it like I things almost turned in a way that because that was the only way I knew that I could get kind of what I wanted mm. actually uh, was by using mm. my my looks and my body. Mm. That was what I'd done for mm. years mm. after, and um, that really didn't help my. Um, my value of me my mm. my view of my mm. value of me go up it really mm. sent it mm. you know way down um mm. and it kept it down um and uh yeah i went through years years um just feeling that and and i put on this this mask of you know confidence and mm. sexy and you know kind mm. of yeah, yeah really um overplayed it almost mm. you know uh, and i would um I would do things for people um, to to hope in the hope that they like me, mm. especially men, mm. um, and, and it just um, it never allowed me to like me for mm. me mm. actually. 
it just it was just always oh, I hope everybody else likes me yeah. um, and uh, all the while I was really missing the bigger picture that I need to like yeah. me and that's what's important yeah. you know yeah. and then you've got Jesus there saying you're beautiful and you're wonderful yes yes uh, it took me a while to, to really mm. feel that you know mm. um, from from coming from a place of such damage mm. um, and I was a hot mess mm. <laughs> and that's the only way I can describe mm. it really as a hot mess and um, it's for somebody to come and tell me oh you know there is a God mm. and he loves you mm. and you know mm. you are precious mm. and, and your you know your body is mm. sacred and you know uh, I just uh, it was very difficult mm. to hear to believe mm. But actually, the more times that's spoken over you, (laughs) the more it goes in. Just like the negative, um, the positive also um, has a real good effect. Good effect, positive, bad effect, negative. Um, But um, so, yeah, that's uh, that really, it took a while. Mm. It took a while. But the more I got to know God... um, the more I started to believe these things. Mm. And I think it started, I believed them in my head because I knew that I'd learned over time that it was truth. Mm. But um, the I guess the real challenge for me was to feel it in my heart. Mm. And um, that took the longest. But actually when I started to feel it in my heart, mm. that was just, um, <laughs> yeah, God, that was when, God really just mm. restored so much mm. in me mm. and put so many of my broken pieces back mm. together, you know. Mm. And um, there was a, a week where um, I just, um, where I had um, blocked out all my feelings and my emotions mm. and I really just put some barriers mm. up, some mm. severe barriers mm. up, um, God knew god asked me to take them down right yeah so um but actually for me that was making myself vulnerable again Mm. if i allowed myself to show any emotion so i think for me that was a really difficult Mm. thing but there was one week where i was i just kind of said to god okay i'm gonna give it up to you i'm gonna trust you that yes you're gonna make me feel vulnerable but i need you to take these barriers down Mm. And I'm going to be scared and I'm not going to like it very much. I know I'm not, but I trust you. And, oh boy, that was a big leap of faith. (laughs) Uh, I think it was seven days straight I cried. Mm. And um, I just, I always had this this picture of um, my heart um, where over the years um, I had it had iced over. It It had formed into a huge block of ice and had turned blue um, and just there was nothing that could penetrate it you know um, and this week of crying it, I just had this picture of it melting mm. actually bit mm. by bit mm. and slowly it turned red again mm. and started to beat mm. again mm. and it was amazing um, I was so drained that week my eyes were puffy and bloodshot mm. and I just anything set me mm. off like literally anything <laughs> like you just pat me on the back and I'd be like oh <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> but I knew I knew that it was healing yeah uh, you know so I knew that I needed to get that and I, I almost likened the, the tears to mm. 
coming from the ice from my heart mm-hmm. and it was just coming out in my tears and that was that was it melting mm-hmm. there you know it's it was awesome. really beautiful yeah. um, but uh, I just I needed to make myself mm-hmm. vulnerable I needed to allow God mm-hmm. to help me be vulnerable again so that I could yeah. kind of realign yeah. everything you know my yeah. feelings and emotions could get back in balance where they should be you know and I guess that's the beautiful thing when you are with God is because he allows it to be safe mm. you know yeah. because you know you needed to be vulnerable and who better off to be vulnerable with yeah yeah absolutely. someone who's going to look after you and look after your heart absolutely you know? is there any scriptures that is your go-to scriptures I always put people on the spot, Ooh. so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi. Uh, do you know, actually, um, obviously Psalm, Psalm 139 mm. is a beautiful mm. one. Um, and it's, you know, it tells of how um, how I was knit together in my mother's womb. Yes. God knew, um, knew me before I was even born, you know. And, just uh, there's so much more to it. I can't even. I can't Shall we get it up? We can get it up. Yeah, we can read it. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. Is it one three nine? Yes. Mm-hmm. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I don't know why I've got that song <laughs> in my head, but I just. I want to I see you. I love that song. I love that song. That brought me to tears as well. Uh, yeah. Sunday, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I need to find that song and give you guys the name of that song. <laughs> I don't cry all the time, just putting it out there. Wow. <laughs> but the point is I'm able to cry now, which is lovely. Uh, do you know which, um, that's, uh, there you go. It's the whole lot, actually. Oh, is it the whole yeah. lot? It's, it, okay, we could do it, though. We can do it. And you can do it. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just stop when I feel to stop. There you yeah? go, yeah. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as a light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I'll leave it there. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, that actually sums up the whole. Actually, it podcast. does. It does, yeah. and I couldn't remember that yeah. either. Yeah. But I just knew it was an amazing one. Yeah, that's awesome. That was read over me quite a lot. Yeah, when I, when I first started coming to church, that was yeah, that was definitely a big one for me. Yeah. Now, um, is there anything that you feel you want to say? Yeah, I guess, um, I 
I guess I would like to say that um, no matter how bad a situation you're going through, no matter how hopeless you feel your life is, no matter how damaged you feel you are, I just, yeah, God can restore that and will restore that. You just have to be open to him um, and allow him to work in you. And I'm not saying that that's always going to be easy, you know. Um, when he asks you to walk through stuff, this stuff that, you, that he asks you to address, um, it's very painful, especially if you've locked it really far down, like I had to. Um, you know, but he doesn't ask you to walk through this stuff with him um, for no reason, you know. He, he wants you free of everything that has been said over you, everything that has been done for you, everything that you have had to go through, he wants you free of that. He wants to restore everything that has been taken from you. And you know, um, yeah, for me, I got free because I chose to trust him with everything. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. What you guys don't know is that we met at Bible school. <laughs> and I couldn't even remember that scripture. <laughs> you shouldn't have added that in. <laughs> but it's a long one, but it's um, a great we're one. Learning, we're, <laughs> we're learning. We're learning. <laughs> we're learning. So. On that note, guys, thank you again for tuning in. And if you've been affected by anything that's come up in this podcast or in the previous podcast, then do reach out. You can reach out to myself. And, um, you can also look on the website, go to the Faith tab and look at the free downloads. And there's a resource packet package there that you can download and it's got all ter- all the numbers that you need if you need help in finding that support then just give us a call or drop us an email and we'll happily you know help you from there so guys i love you and you know jesus loves you more <laughs> Ciao.